I always dreamed big and I always knew if I worked hard um, that I could achieve things and that just kind of transpired in my career. I've been a leader my entire life from the playground. The sponsor is the one that pulls you into situations. And I said, well, I'm not ready. And he said, I didn't ask you if you were ready. I said, I believe in you and I need you to do this. Hello and welcome to the Rewire Podcast, a podcast that aims to rewire the real estate industry one story at a time. In this podcast, we talk about all things diversity and inclusion, from gender, ethnicity, background, sexuality, to the diversity of roles there are in the industry, the diverse set of skills required, and the need for diverse and inclusive thinking. I'm your host, Sam McClary. On today's episode, I talk to Christine Batiste, Chief Financial Officer of Avis & Young, the Canadian company that has just bought GVA and has no plans to stop there. Over the next 20 minutes or so, you'll get an insight into the diversity and inclusion agenda over the pond and a wise focus on establishing a more diverse workforce within its own business. Christine admits that she's always been a leader from the playground to today and sees opportunity in often being the only woman around the table. But while Christine may see no barriers, she's a huge advocate of paying it forward, of reaching out a hand and helping other women, other people up the career ladder. So listen in to find out more about the power of sponsors, the power of paying it forward, and the power of utilising awareness. Joining me here in the EG Podcast Studio, I say here, over the medium of Skype in the EG Podcast Studio, is Christine Batiste, who is um, Chief Financial Operator Officer sorry, at Avis & Young over in Toronto, not talking to me from Toronto today, talking to me from uh, Minneapolis, I think you said, was it? That's, that's correct. Excellent. So thank you so much for, for dialing in and, and talking to us. Um, so... AY over here in the UK, we've we've known a little bit about for a little while, but then obviously have made a very big acquisition over here buying um, GVA. So the name is is getting stronger and stronger. But it's a, it's a massive name out in um, in North America, isn't it? And I, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about about your role at AY and and how and how you got there, really. Sure. I'm delighted to be here, Sam, this morning and share kind of part of my journey, but it's not necessarily about me. Um, if I can share something that helps someone else um, in their career, and I'm, I'm big on paying it forward as well. So I joined the company, Avison Young, about a year ago. Um, I've always been a leader really in almost anything that I've taken on in my, in, in, my, in my life and that started very early growing up in a family with a number of brothers. Um, I had a sister who was quite a bit younger than me but just wanting to, I always dreamed big and I always knew if I worked hard um, that I could achieve things and that just kind of transpired in my career. Um, in leading the CFO function at Avis & Young, I'm primarily responsible for all the financial reporting, um, cash management, treasury, tax, budgeting, and really the exciting parts. I was very intimately involved in the acquisition of GBA, and we did a recapitalization of the company, which included refinancing our debt and being at the forefront of that around a very collaborative team within the firm um, to help uh, set the foundation for a whole host of things that will help us um, grow into the future fantastic and and can you tell us a little bit about the um the culture of 
of um, the business o- over there and, and what you're seeing um, in terms of, I guess, the evolution of, of real estate businesses. I think um, so, certainly over here in the UK, there is a um, very definite, maybe very very slow evolution of, of the industry wanting to be seen as more collaborative, more diverse, more, in, more inclusive. I don't know that I see the real estate market being anything different than certain of the other business lines that I've been in through my career. Um, certainly, um, what, what I would say about the culture of the company was really important to me in joining the company um, and understanding that's a very collaborative approach and it's principal-led. We're the only principal-led commercial real estate company um, of, of the size and the scale that we have. Um, across the world and we're really proud of that and what we mean by collaboration too with the principles it, it's not about what I'm doing in a vacuum it, it's what I'm doing on behalf of, of, of the company and, and I, I guess I would equate that to it's not thinking what's in it for me it's what's in it for us as partners of the firm and all the stakeholders. And so with the GVA purchase most recently, we think there's probably a host and and very many uh, best practices that they might have in place that we plan to intertwine those and um, uh, take on synergies, whether it's revenue synergies or sometimes it's cost synergies that will help us benefit for the greater good of our combined organization. And ultimately at the end, it's about serving clients. And that should be top of our mind at all points in time is, is serving clients and if we're doing the right things for clients the other things will will take care of themselves sure sure and does does this sort of the principal nature of the business does that help do you think in um, making it feel more open to to everyone if everyone is invested in in what the business is doing does that attract a, a more diverse set of people to come come into the company well I would I would hope to think so and it was an attractive uh, point to me in terms of being kind of shoulder to shoulder with other partners or principals um, that we could collaborate on ideas and certainly we have things to do for for example I'm in the financial side and I have those things to do but I call it more about the strategic way we're thinking about things or if we need to pull in resources or someone that knows something about a particular client on a pitch um, it's it's a more collaborative approach um, on behalf of the firm that will ultimately benefit the client and benefit us long term. Mm-hmm. And 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 your role as a as a senior woman in a in a business, how how um, I was going to say how seriously do you take that? But of course you take it seriously. It's it's your job. But how seriously do you take that in terms of, I guess, being a role model for for other women or younger people coming coming through? I guess the way I would think about that is I'll go back to the statement I made earlier. I've been a leader my entire life from the playground <laughs> as, a, as a young girl and um, in the classroom, you know, on a sports field. And while I may be a woman and look differently or approach things differently, I feel highly respected um, at the firm. Um, but I also believe in paying it forward. So I uh, bring people into the fold, um, uh, ju- junior team members that um, – not necessarily other women always it could be across a very broad spectrum um, because I believe in significant uh, building diversity on the teams across a whole host of um, attributes and it really transcends um, you know me being a woman yes there's a lot of meetings I'm the only woman in the room I don't I I see it as an opportunity uh, as an opportunity for me to uh, 
present ideas or maybe sometimes thing uh, points from a different viewpoint uh, that aren't being considered. And I, I feel very appreciated at the firm and uh, part of part of the team. I think that's really interesting and really important, isn't it? That you know it, it, we need different voices around around a table, and it doesn't doesn't matter if um, you know that's not. Um, a mix of genders because I think it's about diversity of thought isn't it we talk we talk about that quite a lot lot here that you could you could be um you know could have a room full of of women but if they all think the same then that's not not diversity we need people who who approach um problems and solutions in different ways if we really want to be diverse I agree I agree I agree 100 percent and and can you, um, I guess, for our for our listeners over here in the UK, um, hopefully we have. Oh, we I know we do have some global listeners for for the podcast, but um, for the um, core of our listeners and readers who are UK based at the moment, um, what's the what's the um, sort of uh, environment like over in North America at the moment, both in terms of um, the real estate world and um, in terms of how it is tackling um, diversity at the moment. So it's a it's a global issue that we're talking about, isn't it? Sure, sure. And maybe what I could do is talk about a few things that we are doing um, at Avis and Young um, that would be an impactful to the um, real estate. Um, sector as well. So at Avis and Young, we have a diversity and inclusion, we call it an affinity group. Um, and so it's a group and it's, there's really two subgroups of it. There's women network and an LGBT network as well. Um, and we really believe in inclusion, diversity, equality, and awareness across that whole spectrum. Uh, so the women's network has about 400 members. Um, it's a grassroots network that was formed a couple of years ago um, by women in our company wanted to support other women and we also we have some calls that we do and then most recently at our annual general meeting um, we had a luncheon with about 150 um, employees there and male members of our leadership team which I think is so critical to involve them in the conversation as well um, we also have a mentorship program um, whereby we have mentors and mentees and and all of that takes time um, to, to nurture itself over the period of time um, we're also sponsors of crew and many other organizations that support advancing women and their careers um, you know and then a couple things that we were recently um, named by the real estate forum magazine last summer as one of the best places to work in commercial real estate and diversity and inclusion were part of that ranking process um, and more recently in September we had five female employees my colleagues that were featured as women of influence in an issue um, and we're really proud of that and, and I was newly on board and I was very impressed um, that the firm uh, you know thought as highly of these women as well as this this publication um, you know we recognize a few other things like we recently had the International Women's Day, some recognition of that. Um, you know, I even had a couple colleagues come up, and it was a little bit interesting for them to say Happy Women's Day. And I'm like, I didn't know how to respond because I'm not <laughs> sure what I'm supposed to be doing. And even at home with my sons, they one of them called me and, and wished me a Happy Women's Day. So I think it's just awareness and acknowledgement. But Women's History, um, International Day of the Girl, and you know, culture matters at our firm. 
Um, and even right currently, I'm looking to hire some personnel in, and I said I'm not satisfied that we've looked at the landscape of enough diversity. Um, I still want to find the best candidate, but let's 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 relook at this. Um, and I, you know, want want to look at a whole a wider cast of of of, of individuals. Hmm. Um, so we're really proud of what we've done, but it's not nearly enough. And I think it's people like myself speaking about it. Um, uh, putting people under my wing, um, encouraging them, and in, in some respects, I'm not sure where I got to where I am today other than I did have some really good sponsors, and a sponsor to me is much different than a coach or a mentor, because the sponsor is the one that pulls you into situations, um, and I was fortunate to have a couple of those people in my career, but I'd say it a lot of it went back to me. I just had to. I had to do the work and perform, and then people saw what was in me, and I would ask for opportunities, and then the sponsors would keep pulling me in. But I had some critical, and they were men. Um, you know, it really was men. It wasn't women doing it for me. And I'm eternally grateful, and I will continue to pay it forward, and I will encourage others to continue to pay it forward to make sure that we're having in inclusive decisions. Um, inclusive discussions um, and we're considering broad candidates or if we have a committee meeting do we have all the voices here that we need for a particular topic so Sam I maybe rambled on a little bit longer <laughs> than you were anticipating no. hopefully that gives you an idea of things that we're doing at Avis and Young and how passionate I am about it but not necessarily that I stop during the day and go do it it's just about what I do day to day and I think it's that awareness side of it yeah I think um it wasn't a ramble at all it was um inspiring so thank you for that and I think um you know that that word you use awareness is such such a powerful word and I think um when we when we're looking at diversity, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about oh we should do this we should do do that. But actually, if people are really and truly aware of it in their everyday lives, then it's it's not oh we should do this we should do that. You just it just happens because you know that it's the it's the right thing to do. So yeah, really powerful word awareness I think. And and also as you talked about with um with sponsors rather than the mentors or or coaches I think you know that's a word we don't we don't use very much um in the UK sponsor yeah. um and I think it's probably a word that we should use a little bit more because it has to be about push and pull doesn't it you as an individual have to push your push your way up as much as finding someone who will will help pull you up as well on that i guess i'd be really keen to hear from from you some of the um the greatest advice that you got from those sponsors and the and them i'm assuming it's a two-way process as well that you gave them some some advice back as as the pusher in in that in that situation um Sure, I can comment on that. So my mo my most recent, I'll just pick one one recent example. Um, I was brought into an organization, and in, during the interview process, this sponsor, who was my boss, in fact, he asked me what I wanted to do long term, and I said I wanted to be a CFO. I have talked about this very early in my career, and just kind of made people, other people, aware of it. Um, I was coming into a different role in the finance team, but he didn't forget that because less than a year later he called me and he tagged me and said hey I'm incubating a new company I want you to be the CFO and I said well I'm not ready and he said 
I didn't ask you if you were ready. I said, I believe in you and I need you to do this. And so I thought about it, spoke with my husband who said, are you crazy? Like, this is exactly what you wanted. But I needed that little boost from others in my life to, to really support me that I, I was ready. Um, because I had things I wanted to finish in this other role because I'm a, a determined person. Um, but I did. I took the role. It was highly successful. I am extremely grateful for that individual as well as many others that helped pave this way. But it's someone that believed in me at the time more than I believed in myself. And he then would check in with me on a weekly basis to see how things were going. Could he help pave the way on certain things? But uh, I was accountable and I had to do the work. And he was just checking in to make sure that there weren't any barriers in, in what I was doing. Because he was vested in, in my success as well. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'll never forget that. And we'll continue to pay that forward. Excellent. And do, do you think that that is an unusual situation to have someone someone like that who was so... Um, uh, so sure of your abilities maybe more sure than you were or is that do you think that's becoming um more prevalent i would like to think it was about talent and not about the fact that i was a woman and it, because i had the same behavior repeat itself many times in my career um so it, did i get lucky and i was talking with a, a young uh millennial person I was being a mentor with and was sharing that story to hopefully inspire her and and I also said well I think I was maybe just lucky in the right place at the right time and she said make no mistake you weren't lucky you deserve that and um, you know good good for you so it, it takes it, it was about the talents that I had um, because no one knows everything when they step into a new role and it's accepting the fact that you can be a bit vulnerable but that others believe in you and you, you will figure things out so it really comes back to leadership and um, core talent in your your prescribed trade whether it's a broker in real estate or in my case finance uh, but it's but it's then knowing how to get get the work done and having the support around you and we we talk about talent quite a lot so over here you know it's um um, the real estate industry quite hard to attract talent to because there is a um, a view of what it is, which isn't really what real estate is. Particularly over here, if you if we talk about real estate in the UK, people think you're an estate agent, um, which is um, clearly not what any of us any of us do. Um, do you have the same sort of op um, opinions of the industry over there? And uh, and are you finding that? Um, finding good talent and talent that wants to build a career in real estate is is difficult or or do you not do you not have those problems right um i would say two things first off um our clients are diverse and when you come into a pitch they want a diverse team sitting in in front of them so let's start with that um, so it's important to, to have a diverse team, not just in what they're doing, but actually be contributors on the team. Um, recently, in the last year, we had a group of uh, undergraduates um, coming into our office for a tour, and it struck me um, that, that it was the, it was the same. There was, a, there was, a, there was one, one representative group of people, and uh, so to me, it's it's something we got to get get into the universities and maybe even into the high schools to, to be talking about. You don't fix this by trying to um, hire, I mean, let's, let's, let's be 
clear that the, if the talent pool is small to start with in commercial real estate, you got to like start earlier and build that talent pool and for people to understand there are viable careers and here's what it is and here's why and there's a lot of different avenues and on-ramps and off-ramps if you want to do different things in the industry. So. Um, I think maybe the awareness is is greater um, in North America, but but there continues to be work work to do, and and it'll start back at a high school, and even a college level to get people enrolled in these type of courses. And I'm exploring some things, getting involved in a pretty large um, university here in North America to be helping with their women's program um, to get more people in, involved on a, on a long term basis. That's fantastic, and 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 that feeds. Um, sort of feeds the machine, doesn't it? Because the the more women we get into the industry, the more they're going to talk about it to to their girlfriends, and the more um, people from different backgrounds that we have um, get into the industry, the more they're going to talk to their peer groups. And suddenly, you know, sort of we get to a point where it is a really diverse industry, and it has got all those different thoughts and different voices, and and hopefully we build a better and um, built environment because of that. I would agree. And the, the individuals going into college, at least in North America, it's about 50-50. It might be even slightly more women entering college than men. So we're starting off with the right numbers. We just have to work to get them interested in these professions long term. And it'll help. There's junior brokers that I'm mentoring at our, our firm, um, you know, kind of on the side. I'm not a broker, but I talk with them about different things. And, and uh, you know, I think that's helpful. And they're encouraging other people. So it, it, it'll be, it'll, it, it takes some time to evolve. And it, it's got to be done by everyone, not a few individuals. Grassroots isn't, isn't going to get it done. Excellent. And, and last couple of questions before I let you sure. go. Um, what would your sort of one piece of advice be to any anyone coming into the industry um, about making the best best of it for themselves? I think my best advice, and it, it, it transcends the industry, but we'll keep it towards the industry, is be opportunistic. Take risks with different roles. Um, I've taken many different roles as well as moved around um, geographically, and they were always calculated risks. Um, but you know, you got to know, you got to do the work first. Uh, but then always be seeking out opportunities. I'm encouraging other women to go seek to be part of the pitch. You know, you prepared the pitch. Go ask them if you can carry the books and sit in the meeting and take the notes, right? And and one of them came back and said, "I did that. It was great." But be opportunistic and ask for the opportunities and understand and, and really also believe that you have a seat at the table and then additionally it's just creating the awareness and figuring out how to continue to embrace uh, diversity of viewpoints uh, across the, the full spectrum. Excellent yeah always just ask the worst anyone can say is no isn't it? Yes exactly. <laughs> And and for you personally, what's your um what's your ambitions for for this this little world that we that we work in uh, and um and for um for you as well for Everson Young Everson Young. Well, um, you know, I'll first put on my financial hat. My goal is to help shepherd the financial strength of the company, and I do that across a, a fairly diverse team that I have across the world. Um, but also, if I can make an impact in the commercial real estate sector and create more awareness or our, 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 our data improves and we continue to move um, a, other diverse candidates, including women, into real estate and leadership positions, um, I, I think that would make me quite proud 
out and it's something I wouldn't necessarily be doing on my own. Um, but if I felt I had a, a small piece of, uh, of, uh, impact on on the organization or to better better things um, and then in a personal life I have two sons that are uh, in the in the teen years and very formative years and if I can impress upon those two people to be very diverse in how they're thinking and include, including including my husband and I together um, I think to me that makes the world a better place for everyone involved it's all about those those future leaders isn't it so um, yeah well Best of luck with that. Best of luck um, with with all of it, and um, I expect that we will we will keep talking on these these subjects. I expect we'll see AY continue to grow. Um, it's uh, it's been um, yeah a rapid expansion over here anyway. So that's been great and fun to fun to watch. And um, yeah, we look forward to more of that. Thank you, Sam. I enjoyed this today, and I look forward to speaking again in the future. 